Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code, episode 212. Wow, 212 episodes of this, y'all. What are we doing? Um, my name is uh, Lee Hammock. I'm known as Mental Illness across social media platforms. And, I, you know, I use my platform to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and validate the victims and survivors of this disorder as well. Um, today's episode is going to be about sickness, being sick with a narcissist, uh, you being sick and then the narcissist being sick. So a lot of times you see when like, this is how it is. And typically it used to be in my household. And I know a lot of people can attest to this as well of this going on in their houses as well is when the narcissist gets sick. They, we, I use they and we interchangeably. We, we need unconditional treatment. You know, and this is that's not a man thing. Narcissists want to be the center of attention. So when we are sick, it's always we need the attention. Sickness. Sometimes narcissists will fake, fake being sick to get attention. Sometimes narcissists will fake injuries, will fake being sick, will fake being hurt to get attention. But when a narcissistic person is really sick, right. we, they, all of need attention. Want sympathy from the person that that, that they are with, we are with. Want um complete compassion from the person that we are with and we expect it and if we don't get it, it it will be held against you later on i promise you if you're not 100 percent there for that narcissist in your life when they are sick they will hold the hold a grudge against you pretty much forever for the rest of your existence for the rest of your time together in this relationship it will be weaponized against you you remember the time i had uh, I, especially right now with you know with cv19 going around you know, people were like you know you remember i had cv19 and you didn't take care of me you left me at home by myself you actually went to work you actually put the work of, above me you actually put the kids above me like nothing before nothing before the narcissist in your life nothing you don't get to go to work. You don't get to go to school. You don't get to study for a test. Nothing. Like, literally, you have to drop. You need to drop everything to take care of that narcissist person, to be there for that narcissist person. And this is for most narcissists. I know everybody's going to be different. Some narcissists don't want any kind of sympathy or don't want you to be there for them at all. Just leave me alone when I'm sick type stuff. But a lot of them want that complete and utter attention on them. Not only, not only when they're sick, like when they're hurt, like break, I break my arm. Ah, my arm, bro. I can't do anything around the house. You need to be here for me and take care of me. It, like, like, this is like unconditionally. Like you need to stop working. You need to stop. If you're a student, you need to stop going to school. If you uh, have the kids, you need to stop taking care of the kids. You need to uh, don't stop taking care of the kids, but you need to take care of the kids in addition to this big baby you have here as well. Man, woman, non-binary person. It's kind of irrelevant. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, all men act like that when you're sick. But this is about women and female narcissistic people as well. So it's just not a man thing, y'all. Uh, but they expect complete obedience. We, we need help. Like, <coughs> I'm sick. Help. Help. I'm sick. That type of stuff right there. You know what I mean? But the exact opposite exists on the other end of the spectrum. When you get sick, if you need help, if you need somebody to take care of you, 
you get the withdrawal from that narcissistic person. You get the you you get you see the lack of empathy, or sometimes when you're dealing with a sociopath or a psychopath, or uh, antisocial person, you get the no empathy. That's when the lack of empathy kicks in because narcissistic people do not care. They expect you to get off. They expect you to continue continue about your daily task like if nothing is going on with you. Like you can literally have the same exact ailment that they had. There's literally the same exact thing can be going on in your life that was happening in the narcissistic person's life. And it will not be even treatment. But you, but you, if you deal with a narcissist, you know nothing is going to be equal treatment anyway. You know, like you deal with a narcissist, and if you know you're dealing with a narcissist, you know there's not going to be any kind of equality in the relationship. You're not going to get out of it what you put into it. Somebody described it the other day as an investment. Like if you are investing into in a narcissist, you will never get the return on your investment. So if you're a money manager, you're smart with money. You're smart with uh, investing items and things like that. You invest a lot of time, effort, energy, finances into a narcissist. You will never get your ROI will be negative because you'll not you will not get in what you put. You will not get out what you put in. I promise you. So if you if you get sick and around, if you get sick around that narcissist, you need them to take care of you. They will disconnect from you. A lot of times, like I've talked to people who have had terminal, you know, terminal uh, cancer and things of that nature, and narcissists will discard you. They will discard you. They will not. They will, the lack of the lack of empathy, the no empathy, with, with darker, with dark people on a darker triad, kicks in, and they will completely get rid of you. They will leave you in your time of the time that you need them the most. They will need you. But if, the, like I said, the shoe is on the other foot, they will expect you to be there unconditionally, and you will a lot of times because you are a lot of times, not not all the time, but a lot of times, if you're dealing with a narcissist, you might have some codependency. You might be an empath or whatever the term for today is nowadays. You might be, you know, on that spectrum right there and you're going to be there for them because you're a caring person, whereas they will not be there for you. They will discard you a lot of times. I mean, uh, rest in peace, uh, April Romers. Uh, her story was powerful to me because she had terminal breast cancer and her her, she, her husband literally left her. And instead of fighting, begging and pleading to get him back, she fought, begged and plead, pleaded in court and got custody of her daughter and you know, left her daughter to somebody else other than her husband. So shout out April Romers. Um, rest in peace. You know what I mean? Because she was one of my first people I did a one-on-one with over Zoom, and you know, she passed away back in like September. So, you know, she's still in my mind. You know, um, but yeah, that that happened right there. Like when you get sick, like terminal, some kind of terminal illness, they will act like. First of all, if they don't discard you, they will act like they will minimize your sickness. They will make make it seem like you're not as sick as you think you are. Like you have terminal cancer. Oh, is it really terminal? People live like they gave you what six months to live. I'm sure you have 16. I'm sure you have 60 more years to live. Like, doctor's not right. You know, the technology, whatever. And they'll minimize your sickness just to disconnect from you. They'll minimize it and make it seem like you're not going through what you're going through. And then put you, you know, put you down, put you out. And it still expects you to do all the stuff that you normally do. No sympathy. No empathy. It's just like completely disconnect from you sometimes. They will expect you to continue about your path, continue living life like nothing is going on. Like you're not sick. Like you're not, you know slowly passing away or something like that or you might you may you might get well here sooner or later but like they still treat you like you need to be well right now just right there in that moment and you know i know i know a lot of people are going to hear this see this video and hear this podcast and be like yep that sound like that sound like him yep that sound just like my wife yep that sound just like my brother or my sister or my dad or my mom whatever because this is not just like intimate relationships this can be your family member this could be your dad when you when you get sick. Your dad just disconnects from you. Uh, you ain't you ain't that bad off. You sick. You like eh, 
You can't even walk. You got both your legs broken. They expect you to still do your house chores or something like that. Or they don't care. They don't take you to doctor's appointments and things like that. Or they leave you at doctor's appointments for hours on end. Like they're supposed to pick you up at three. They'll leave you there till seven or six. Or not, might not come get you at all. You might have to Uber home or catch a cab home because they forgot about you. Or they don't care to come get you. Or they're out, uh, you know, doing infidelities and cheating and stuff like that. So people disconnect from you. Narcissistic people, toxic people will disconnect from you when you get sick. So expect, like, if you're dealing with a narcissist, expect to take care of yourself. You have to. Like, I'm just telling you, don't expect too much from that person. Don't. And people are, how do you deal with it if we can't leave? Don't expect too much from that person. You just can't. You can't. If you expect too much from the person, that person will dis- withdraw from you, disconnect from you, and discard you a lot of times. Get rid of you. Break up with you while you're sick. Break up with you while you're, you know, you might, you know, break up with you while you're in, you know, intensive care or something like that. Don't come to your surgery or something like that. You know, literally disconnect from you and make and make it about them. Or, or here's the kicker: compare and contrast your illnesses. So if y'all happen to get the same type of illness, both of y'all get the flu. They want us to make it seem like they survived the flu better than you did. Your flu is not as severe as their flu. You know what I mean? Put your put your flu down and things of that nature. It's compare and contrast. It's competition. Like everything seems like it's competition with narcissistic people because typically it is. Typically they want to one up you even in illness. You know? And sometimes, you know, I know you get married to a narcissistic person. It's till death do you part. No, it's not till death do you part. It's till sickness does you part. Or sometimes it's till something, something comes in between you. Sometimes when they have to give more energy to you is when until energy does you part. You mean? Because you get sick and don't have enough energy. Oh, you don't have enough energy to apply for me. Or they consider you selfish because you're doing more stuff for yourself. Because you're trying to eat healthier. So that means they might have to eat healthier. Because you do the grocery shopping and things like that. You know, I got to eat all this mess because you got because you made the decision to get sick because you don't eat good. That's your fault. That's not my fault. You see that right there? It's complete disconnect. So if you're with a narcissistic person that you can't leave or you don't want to leave. You know what I mean? When you get sick you have to expect more from yourself you have to you know you might be tired you might be exhausted you might not be able to do it but do not fully try to depend on that person because you know you can't i know that's tough to say for a lot of people to hear they don't want to hear that but like literally you know it's the truth though you know you cannot fully depend on that narcissistic person because they will disconnect from you they will discard you and they will get rid of you for getting sick point blank period end of story i know it sucks i know it's hard to hear but you have to take more care you have to take care of yourself when you get sick with a narcissist or get your family members to come over there. Get your friends to come help you out. And which, 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 if you're dealing with a narcissist, you know, a lot of times they will keep your family members and friends away from the house. Like, they don't, you, they don't need to be over here. Your mom don't need to be over here. Your friends don't need to be over here. Your cousins don't need to be over here. Nobody needs to be over here. I, I got you. And you know they don't got you. You know they don't. Point blank period in the story, y'all. But the yellow light is popping up on my camera again. So I keep looking up here in the corner right there. Your yellow light is because my, my camera is about to go dead, y'all. So take care of yourself. Be safe. Mental illness is out. Peace. And y'all know if you listen to my, my on my podcast, look, battery exhausted. It just died too soon as I hit that button. <laughs> but hit that five star for me, y'all. I truly appreciate every single one of y'all. I'm thankful for y'all. Mental illness is out. Thank you.